All right, folks, we're back with uh, myself, New Socialist Era, talking today with uh, Philosophical Zombie Hunter, your minarchist extraordinaire. He's bringing it to us. We're bringing it as well, and uh, we're going to have a wonderful little discussion about um, a recent debate I had, just a little bit, I guess, and then maybe some other topics as well. So, hey, Zombie Hunter, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Always doing good, always doing good, even when I'm doing bad, right? You gotta keep that chin up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, if you want to, like, maybe you want to plug some of your uh, socials, or if you want to, or any particular uh, projects. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm Philosophical Zombie Hunter on YouTube. Just search the name. I also am on on Twitter, and I also publish articles on Substack. Uh, so philosophicalzombiehunter.substack.com. Well, that's pretty much it. All right, sounds good. All right, right, right. Yeah, last time we tried to do this, um, bit of a technical mess up on my part, by a bit. I mean, a lot. Um, yeah, just <laughs> stupid OBS wasn't recording like it should be. It was recording my voice, but not zombie hunters. And it was only towards the end of the uh, fucking thing. And I was like, oh, God, don't tell me, don't tell me. And sure enough, it wasn't working. So now, this time it is working. It is recording. Hopefully our voices are, you know, sounding volume-wise about the same. So, um, yeah, but, uh, God, I'm still, I'm still kicking myself over that. But, um, yeah, what did, what, did you want to start, for, start off with anything particular? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to start... So I'm a bit curious about the system that you want to promote. So I guess I'll I'll bring in something from the last time. You you said you you really like uh, Germany's uh the way the way the economy is set up, the fact that they uh, mandate fifty percent worker representatives on on boards of the thirty to fifty from roughly on board of directors. Um, that's all I recall. So I just wanted to understand this new socialist era. What does it mean in terms of, of the econom of the economy? What can I expect? Um, it's just building upon what we already have pretty much in the United States. Um, you know, a strong constitutional based uh, electoral republic system with bill of rights, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just takes it to potentially that next level and what germany's doing is again is called with a code they they call it co-determination or in german it's a mit bestimmel gazette something like that um and it's only for for larger companies mm-hmm. and it's to help to reduce is to help to reduce the likelihood of these larger companies from gaining too much economic power and leverage against you know people who are just trying to find jobs find work and it's a great way to have a workers have their voice at least through representatives on the board of directors and because of that those companies um are overall a bit more productive and they're a bit more stable in, in economic downturns than traditional uh private firms and mm-hmm. for me it seems to be and the, and the profitability is about the same so for me it seems like it's a good step forward introducing the idea of workplace democracy at least somewhat into um oh sorry, I guess sorry. The, the, the public I'm confused, yes i'm confused yep. sorry so so uh, we don't want, or we, or you don't only want um, 
the mandated the the mandated law in Germany that board members have to be fifty percent worker representatives. You want uh, worker owned businesses? No, no, no. Co-determination means the uh, the the business is still privately owned, but mm-hmm. the workers have representatives put on the board of directors to. Okay, so it's the same. Workers thing. have. A, yeah, yeah. So same as okay. in Germany. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't know why. Why people can confuse. I'm not. Not you, but other people confuse the term co co determination with worker owned cooperative. They're, they're not the same thing. I mean, they're kind of related, but they're not really the same thing. Um. So I see see that as um just a natural step forward, a possible natural step forward. Well, I shouldn't say natural because anything can be natural, but just a possible step forward, and mm-hmm. how we can. Go, go in the direction basically to deconcentrate the amount of power that these uh, uh, these uh, economic uh, I guess captains of industry tend to have over the workers tend the workers tend to get run over rough shot you know they get cast aside of the first um, you know first sign of trouble and uh, say it's a great way to and it just happens it happens to actually seems to be working out pretty well wherever it seems to be implemented so can I um, can I just pause yeah. it for a second um, with regards to this uh, power and running roughshod, I'm I'm not entirely clear what you mean, and and to be completely honest, it sounds a bit uh, conspiracy theory like. So, would you like to defend that position and what it is you you mean? I don't want to I don't want to misconstrue what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was being a little off the cuff, but when you have these businesses get to a certain size, they suffer from the ivory tower effect, where the um, upper management at the company tends to see workers as pawns rather than actual like people, more or less. I mean, they may still see them as people, but they're more like used as a way to um, maximize profit as much as possible. Especially, especially since they're further removed, that's usually tends to what what's to happen. Um, as far as it being a conspiracy, I mean, it depends. I mean, maybe it's a conspiracy that's real or not, but um. For me, when power concentrates in the hands of a relative few like that, they can they tend to sort of when they get especially when they get farther away from the rank and file because they're so far at the top, relatively speaking, they don't no longer have to really care. Uh, you know, to me that's concerning because people they want to work. Most people, believe it or not, want to work and want to have a job, and okay. they want to make sure that you know. So, so it's just a way of pal- balancing out that. That, that sort of like power disparity of the workplace for larger companies now. I see. So it's, it's, it's specifically okay. to contained in the workplace. So someone who is in upper management and it's a particularly large company, then someone who's just started, there's a, there's a power imbalance from what you're saying and you'd like to shrink that distance or shrink that, that, that power they have over people? Well, like make it to where it's not as disparaging um i mean if you want me to look for the exact verb no it's it's fine i just it's fine i just want to understand so there's two there's two points i'd like to to take from that so firstly profits are are good right Uh, in this kind of economy that there's still a market there's still profits so i assume from your point of view profits are a positive thing i mean all things being all things being equal with the exclusion of you know like you know uh minor things or, or like one percent does something wrong but o- overall it is a positive thing yes it seems to be it seems to be something that works um but you know like some people on the actual far far left you know they want to try to just 
totally get rid of the system. I'm not trying to do that because I think that would That's be fine. imprudent. You know, so, but yeah, yeah, overall, yeah, it seems to be a pretty um, positive goal towards working towards. Um, okay. I mean, who, who can, who, who can, who, who can, you know, it, assuming I'm telling the truth, uh, who could say that increased productivity, increased, increased um, stability, especially in downturns, who said that those are, you know, things to scoff at. I'm not saying you are, but it's one of those things where it's kind of a really hard case to, or really hard to like, um, sort of thumb your nose at unless you're like you're really hardcore like any government intervention whatsoever um but it's like but if somebody wants to be that way fine but all i can do is bring the case say hey, okay. that's what it is but um any and, other questions yeah and i got basically two two points from your from your answer one is um would you say profit maximization is a is a negative thing and the other question is well, actually, start start with that, and I'll I'll ask uh, the the other one later. Well, it depends um, how that profit is maximized. If it's <coughs> maximized off the uh, ignoring the concerns of the workers and laying people off at the drop of a hat just to do it and potentially ruin lives just for the sake of maximizing profit, I can see that as um, less than desirable. But then again, that's a relative sort of concept. Uh, but if someone says they want to have this attitude like, oh, well, it doesn't matter, that's just business, then nah, that's the attitude they're going to have. So it all depends on what is actually like is is, is being done in that particular. Oh. It can be good, sure. Can it be bad? Sure. Uh, but good and bad are relative, and I'm trying not to um, you know, use things, you know, what is it, things, use the words that are, I guess, a bit too ambiguous like that based on a person's possible, you okay. know. Would more you, can I can I just uh, ask? Would you? I sometimes find that people um, don't understand where profits come from, and um, and uh, they draw like some kind of different conclusion from it. So specifically, the idea with profits, or let me let me say it a different way. People confuse profit maximization with profit prioritization. Um, so. Technically, where we get profits are from customers, or in another way, the profits are sitting in the pockets of customers, and they, and the customers have to give you the profit willingly, as in, you have to offer them something that they find of value, more of value than the money that they're holding in their pockets. And then they, uh, well, trade the, they trade that profit, they give you that money, and then you have that profit from that. So profit maximization in this context would be you offer them the the value that they want and you eliminate any waste that's not relevant to the the thing that they want. That's that's basically it. So I, I think with regards to what you're saying, you're saying the profits will come in anyway from the outside world, no matter what you do. And in order to save money, we, we just want to fire workers or we want to... I don't know, buy a machine, then we need less workers. I mean, and, you know, there can be like a back and forth, though, but the, the priority essentially with businesses making profit is offering something to customers that they find of value. Would you agree or disagree with that uh, cat well, description? Well, value is, value is definitely uh, subjective. Sure. Um, but the problem is, but the problem is uh, profits uh, are basically defined as the excess amount of funds you have left over after costs of a costs of running a business, um, 
It's nothing wrong, like like I said, nothing wrong with simply making money. Nothing. I don't think there's anything simply with that. It's how a lot of these companies tend to go go about it to maximize every little dollar, and they'll use it any legal any thing tact any tactic at their legal disposal to do so. And sometimes, sometimes not so much, especially with like maybe pollution. Um, but when you have a system that's totally or at least not, I just say. Um, hyper fixated on the idea of just maximizing as much money because you don't want to be the guy that's losing out and eventually broke. Um, it sort of tends to have certain incentives to go a certain direction. Now, are there balances in, in place to sort of try to help out with that? Sure. Um, but for so me, would, if we're, so if, if we're, huh? in, in this context, so, would, wouldn't those balances be the customers? They could be. I mean, if there's sufficient competition and the people have uh, reasonable access to other businesses or, you know, just, just, I mean, I don't know exactly like the whole possible, you know, like uh gamut of, um, you know, options that they may have, but that's just usually what it is. But then again, prop, you know, competition is never a perfect thing. You know, market's never a perfect thing. I don't think anyone's arguing that, but it's just, it's, it's complex. Like economics is a complex like machine and the thing that really, in order for me to speak on it too much anymore, I'd no, no, I just, probably, just we would be speaking on my speaking on my ass. Just on the conceptual level, on in your opinion. So let's let's say let's make a claim here. <clears throat> the customers are the checks and ba- are one of the checks and balances on the company, and, and and let's look at it in this way: if the company is selling an expensive product, too expensive for most uh, customers that are unable to buy it, so if they try to be a monopoly and raise prices. I mean, to some degree, some people will, you know, pay the higher prices, but more customers will start dropping off. And at some point, it's not profitable for them. So that's one. The other thing is if the company gets a bad reputation and the uh, customers are sensitive to a bad reputation, they don't want to be, they don't want to get a faulty item or they don't want to buy uh, products from a company that did bad things in, in, in a particular context. So that would be a checks and balance. And, um, well, I mean, suppose those, those two examples, uh, do you think that's like conceptually, do you think that's like a, a sort of checks and balance on a company? Yeah, to a degree, I think it is, but nothing's a, nothing's a lock. Nothing's actually guaranteed. So, but the problem is if, if you have a lot of these other companies mimicking like the, big boys as it were to have they're going on to basically similar practices then people are really even with competition are hard pressed to like go to someone or a company that's actually doing things a little more ethical because the company tends to do things more ethical in the sense of do right by the customer do right by society you know as ambiguous as that might be but the general gist if they do that then they're less likely to be um Let's say there's someone else who's going to be really unscrupulous who comes along and undercuts them, and next thing you know, that nice guy is out of business. And that's, that's where that's where it typically trends towards. Not always, but it does. Um, but but yeah, so there are so so think of it as co-determination as a way to maybe balance out that sort of those those tendencies to want to just do those maybe less than scrupulous things, but in the end, increase productivity and overall stability. In the economy and um, with these businesses, with these businesses in the economy, and um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, overall, it seems, it seems to be like a, like a generally a, a, a what I would consider a plus. Um, well, but no, if somebody, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, necessarily disputing 
that side of, of the business. I'm just asking specifically if there are market mechanisms to add checks and balances to companies. Yeah, I mean, with regulation, but as no, no, the R like, word, not, not, not government. Sorry, not government regulation, market mechanism. Uh, possibly. I, mean, no, I, I gave really two examples. What did you think of those? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say they could work to varying degrees. It depends on the the, the situation of what the what the uh, how much competition you have. Then you know, all the other companies basically doing the kind of the same thing. Um, so it all really depends. I like I said, I'm no ex. Obviously, I'm no economic fucking like professor or some shit. But to me, the like I said, these things are a bit more complicated than. Um, okay, I'll, for, I'll for read me, out for me to give for me for for me to give like a confident answer. Let me let me let me read out a statement, uh, a paraf- uh, sorry, a quote, <coughs> and tell me what you think. Okay, free markets incentivizes us to care about the well-being of others because we can benefit from providing them with the goods and services that they want. In other words, to maximize profit means you are maximizing the value to other people holding the profits in their pockets. Is that it? Yep. Like, who, who's that from? I'm not sure. I just wrote it down in my research notes. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, no, I'm I mean, sorry. As, I, I appreciate that anything's possible. I'm just saying, like, as a concept, <laughs> if you want to sell something to someone else, you have to be concerned with what they're looking, what they find value, what improves their lives, what helps them pursue their own happiness. If you are able to produce such a product or service, then they will buy from you and you will get that profit that, that you are looking for. But the, the notion here is you are concerned for others' well, well-being in, in the context of making a product that, that would improve their well-being. Now, to me, to, for me to answer this, um, like I said, that's that a pretty broad question. So I say it could, that could be a thing. I'll answer, I'll answer how else that. Would, how else would you do it then? Honestly, I don't know. Um, this 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 sort of like actual scenario is I've heard it before, talked about it before, but it's been a while. A lot of a lot of these conversations I've had when you guys are hitting on these uh, specific like scenarios, like this is very know, broad. It sounds yeah, it sounds, but but I'm admitting that to a degree, it can work out. You know, to where yeah, it's having to be beneficial to each party involved. Getting what this person gets, this this person gets that. But at the same time, you got these companies. Well, people lie, and mm-hmm. sometimes they only they only need to make a. You know, sometimes they only need to make a sale once, or quite a few times, even though they lied, and that's it. Yes, they're out of business. But guess what? Now they can pitch a tent or pick up their tent and move some, move somewhere else and do it for a little while until they get you know, start to get called out. Sure. So, um, I mean, so, I mean you, this is different. You can yeah. have those. I'll, I'll answer your your scenario. I mean, sure. If if they have. If they have very little startup costs and they can rip you off for a large profit, then like you know, fold up shop, do it somewhere else. Obviously, you know, at some point they'll they'll run out of people, but overall, uh, they will. But let's let's take like a regular business. So potentially, it could have taken five to ten, maybe fifteen years to set up. It could it could have investors or at the very least the original owner putting in like savings or remortgaging the house to start the business and the just in there there is some upfront cost so if the 
if they would those kinds of people and, and i'm not saying everyone is but let's it's more or less like the average example if those kinds of people like produce a, something that is cheating their customers the customers at some point will learn of this and tell everyone else in the example of reputation and people will stop buying from them so that initial upfront money the five to 15 years investment to get to a good position capital from other people from i don't know other people who want to invest in your company all that is gone and typically like people that invest money in the company they'd like to see it grow or at the very least they would like to see it grow in the long term so i i think because people are invested in uh making a profit making a company a long-term profit then there would be less incentive to cheat the customer at the very least they'll try to please them and have a good reputation uh, obviously you know there are i'm not saying everyone's that the system is perfect and everyone's perfect but as a whole i think that's like more or less the the concept behind the market well the market can also be the labor the labor market too and a lot of costs are really saved by making sure that the company finds ways of paying the employees as least least as possible which in our kind of society is not really seen as super terrible unless a person's working for like you know seven dollars an hour and some actual sweatshop or something like that but mm-hmm. um but yeah so there are other ways to look at it too. customers yeah the customers are definitely important if you treat them right they'll come back to you they generally generally they will um but generally like for example amazon which is a monopoly or not a monopoly but like a kind of like a oligopoly of sorts and least or effectively the one of the few big boys in a particular market and you know, they have all these customers and the mm-hmm. people who just get, end up getting boned are the, are, the, are the workers themselves who aren't really allowed to unionize. Or at least the, the Amazon has been, you know, very pretty, pretty fervent in their anti-union activities. And and because they have the workers, I mean, they they, they suffer on either benefits or wages. And the company, Amazon, is more profitable than ever. It's just like, hey, listen, we don't mind you making, as a society, we don't mind you making plenty of money but could you at least treat your you know customer i mean your employees at least to what they can make like at least 20 bucks an hour some real benefits could you at least do that sure but of course i get looked at it i get looked at it as a filthy commie commie state not about you but you know oh, I, um, I get it I, I'll, I'll answer i'll answer the thing so in general amazon is a very large company it it uh, employs i think 14 million people globally um it's a lot yeah uh, it's not just the U.S. Obviously, it's a it's a global company. Um, it provides a lot of value for customers. So at the very least, like I, I would say, you know, take a product of Amazon, compare it to Walmart or other places. I don't think Amazon is overcharging its customers. I could be wrong. Last time I checked, I think Amazon is pretty aggressive on prices, meaning the right. consumer benefits. I'm not. I'm not entirely impressed with their uh, treatment of employees. They do. They have, however, recently increased their minimum hourly wage to eighteen dollars an hour, right. uh, making them making Amazon. So this is specifically for warehouse workers, but people in offices or programmers can do over hundred k easily. Um, and and in addition, they have a lot of automation in their warehouse, so it's it's largely automated already. 
and I think it works overnight and stuff like that because the robots, you know, they don't need to sleep, so they have like shifts for the for the for the regular humans where the robots just go back and forth. Obviously, there's stuff that that need that needs people to do. Um, but I would say with regards to the $18 an hour, that, that kind of makes them at the very least, uh, earn more than regular Mondragon employees in Spain. You're right. Um, to a point about Mondragon, uh, they are definitely, I believe, I believe I've seen them with the way I've looked at the company. Uh, they're, they're acting as a labor aristocracy, basically, even though technically Mondragon has a socialistic sort of structure. Um, they, What's they labor aristocracy? A labor aristocracy. Well, I was about to get to that. Like a labor aristocracy, basically, as a, a company, like a large socialistic company or a company that employs socialist ideas, or very pro labor, but they rely on a lot of outside contractors who happen to be capitalist, mm-hmm. um, structured. So they, they they take advantage of that to bolster their to bolster their company because they see it as a way to yeah, maximize their earnings. Um, so that definitely needs to be addressed. So you're right. But Mondragon's not, not perfect, but see, here's the thing, right? Just real quick. Like one, one minute, like not you, but other people will say, Oh my God, socialism never works. And then what do you mean by socialism? And then they tell you this, that, and the other, well, actually, uh, Mondragon's technically socialist and they're working just fine. I mean, maybe not perfectly, but they're working pretty good. No, 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 that, that's, they're, 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 uh, they're doing, you know, bad things. Well, okay. But you say one, so it's, it all depends how, depends how you look at it. Um, but for me, the Mondragon issue definitely has to be, uh, just has to be addressed, at least, at least in my opinion. But uh, you're right to bring that up, by the way. Um, no, I, I, I don't mean, really... I don't mean to, to trash with Mondragon. I mean, I'm just, I'm just in terms of like salary. I, I didn't, I'm not really familiar with that aristocracy element you, you just raised, but um, look, Mondragon is a company from the eighties. I think it's got about 65, I'm not sure, 65,000 total employees. I think it's like a federation of uh, cooperatives and some parts are maybe not as cooperative, but some parts are. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not against it because it's it's like a different model of company in in a capitalist society. And if uh, more socialists think, well, I like this sort of company, I will work for this sort of company, I would start this sort of company or co-op. I mean, you know, by all means, as long as you don't force anyone, you can start <laughs> a, a co-op, a cooperative. You can start a union. You can start a, a credit union. You can start a commune, a hippie commune, if you like, plant turnips all day and, and you know, sing, sing songs with your friends. All, all this is fine with me. Okay, as long as you're free to do so and no one's forcing you, by all means, do what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 there's that word, though, force. Um, of course, a certain kind of force, a certain kind of force whose name is a horse. His name is Mr. Ed. Um, oh, you saw Mr. Ed? But, you didn't see Mr. Ed. Come on. The black and white Mr. Mr. Ed. Did you see it? It's the part where they fed they fed him peanut butter just to get him talking. <laughs> Who, who's the who's the human that Mister Ed talked to? Oh God, he talked to a lot of people. He talked to everybody. No, there's the one one like uh, constant human. I forget. Honestly, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, yeah, go on. Ah, uh, destroyed. You fucking own me. I guess I got your fucking minute. <laughs> it's minute a black and white TV. Out. It's a black and white series. I'm I'm surprised anyone because we we in the UK we have. Um, we had Channel 4 and we had like these black and white movies on Sunday, so <laughs> I, w- I would know, but anyway, continue. Oh, it's, it's, it's an ancient show also. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
but if you watched um Dave Chappelle, the Dave Chappelle show when it was on, mm-hmm. uh, he made fun. He made fun of it like the racist Mister Red. Ow, ow, she was, okay. she was ungod- ungodly funny. Um, but yeah, it's like because he talked about racist animals. Rin Tin Tin was racist, and there's um a dolphin who hated black people. They call him James the. Wait, let's not get demonetized. Dolphin. Hold on. YouTube algorithm no, no, gods. But we'll, not, no, we'll, we're going to rewind here. Do not, uh, hey, do not ban us. I didn't say. Hey, I didn't say that. Um, I didn't say that thing. I'm not. I'm not streaming. By the way, I'm just. I'm just recording. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, if, if you want to stream, that's. You know, I don't know if you're streaming, but that's <laughs> all right. But but I ain't gonna. Hey, look, I ain't gonna get you fucked up. Um, I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, just um. But yeah, just yeah. If you want to look into the. I mean, I mean, I can't do it right now because I'm recording, but if you want to look into the idea of what a labor aristocracy is, it's basically like a socialist to a socialistic institution that's basically taking advantage of other um, other sorts of you know, capitalist enterprise to, um, you know, basically do what they got to do to, you know, run their business. Okay. Um, and so it's basically kind of like that, which is, which is, which is, an inter- which is an important idea. Mm-hmm. Where where things could go awry because my like I said my system's not perfect my idea my preferred system isn't ideal all the way or even 100 percent consistent but I'm just trying to work within the framework of like within reality I know that that's not a good enough answer for a lot of people but for the time being that's got to be well, actually that's interesting um, because um, can can you expand on what you mean within reality because so you mean like these <laughs> sorts of examples no no it's it's actually really a positive point you're raising. Because uh, it means, so these examples have worked in reality and you'd like to replicate things that have worked in reality. Is that more or less what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, or, or at least um, investigate them. Like if this first co-determination thing, by the way, has been happening in Germany for 45 years. Mm-hmm. It's a popular policy, working very well for them. And I forget, hey, let's, let's see what this is about. Let's see if we can apply that to our situation or if, in some way. It doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the same, uh, but it can be like, something similar um because i'm i'm a huge um not not so much a believer but an observer of the idea that nothing's really perfect uh universe isn't perfect if it was then technically we wouldn't be here because there'd be equal parts of matter and antimatter which would have annihilated each other in a flash of light for me man i yeah (laughs) right over my head okay okay, let's just say let's just say we need a little bit of imperfection to make to make we to make this universe happen for, and for us to be in it chaos and, and order so, yeah? So let, <laughs> oh yeah 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 case and order but um so it's it's just a best attempt to try to maximize you know liberty personal happiness freedom you know the respect for each other you know it's just that sort of way to where yes and no like like with like the objectivism is like can it technically have within certain frameworks a quote-unquote moral system technically yes probably I mean, the way the way it seems to be structured the way well, i see it before, and understand before it. we as jump a, into a, my before we jump into my philosophy yeah. i just i just do have to ask it, it just sounds to me to some degree and i'm going to be a little bit harsh because i just want to push for a commitment here it sounds to me like it's sort of capital your system is sort of capitalist with government intervention in the case of uh, you know worker representation on boards, which you know it's a, it's a policy. I I'll give you that, and you could say it's it's a socialist themed policy, but it, it the economy overall is still largely uh, capitalist. Or, or are you saying 
that this policy kind of jumps ahead or skips ahead and says it's it's it is some somewhat capitalist, but now it has enough element of socialism that I am happy with it. Well, you're you're right. It does. It's definitely a mix, actual solid mix, or would be. Um, and and you're right. Directionally, I'm I'm a directional socialist. I'd like to move us slowly but surely in that direction. Maybe hopefully sooner than later, if the people are supportive of these ideas through the mm-hmm. electoral process. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's def- definitely a mix. I'm not a pure socialist, just like most people aren't pure capitalist. Um, so it's definitely definitely like a you know, not, 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 not like an absolute thing. Um, generally, unless um, you think any public ownership of the means of production is full-blown socialist, then A.K. Saras, raw socialism works, eh? Um, well, basically, but, uh, I, it, it keeps changing, so I need, that's why I need to keep yeah. asking. Well, you're, you're right. It's fair questions. But, um, but for me, like I said, public ownership of the means of production, which could be interpreted as a worker-controlled enterprise or worker-owned enterprise, at least partially. So it's partially socialistic and we're more in that direction. Um, because the definition doesn't say a society that only has public ownership of the means of production. So the definition doesn't say that exclusively, which could, it could mean that, but again, not exclusively. But um, but from your yeah, point yeah. of view, the, the co-determination, that's, that's where you want to be? That's, is that, can I say, is that the end goal? Or is that the halfway point, or what is it from your point of view? Really, it's up to people what they want to support. For me, I think it's a good step in a direction. It doesn't have to be the end, but it can also be, you know, if it doesn't go any farther than that, fair enough. What is the further point, then? uh, Possibly getting worker cooperatives to start off uh, on the ground, so to speak, and grow into places in the economy where they can, and people can have have true... um, you know, true alternatives to work out if they wanted to, to where like uh, the, the smaller businesses, for example, would be a definitely a mix between like cooperatives that start up on their own, maybe with uh, government assistance, you know, okay. to get them going. And so they can grow or grow on their own and eventually, you know, what be integrated into assistance? the economy. Uh, like you know, just just like tax breaks, tax write-offs. Hey, you start a co-op, you get a tax break. Or like tax write-off for starting up, and perhaps maybe some um, for those who possibly qualify. I don't know the exact policy what it would look like. It's just a general idea that they would get basically, um, like for instance, in Italy, right? If you mm-hmm. go on unemployment, if you go, I, on, I know the, the I know the situation in Italy. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it's kind of similar like that. The government just gives you some money as a as a seed to start mm-hmm. a cooperative business, and then you can um, take it from there. I, I'm I, I'm not sure about seed money, but they do have tax breaks. Okay, but they do have a program. I forget what it's called, but basically, it's an alternative to unemployment. So instead of drawing on unemployment, the government just gives you a lump sum and says, "Hey, take this, start your uh, enterprise, and uh, go." Oh, I would love to see. I would love to see that policy. So literally says. We won't pay you welfare, or, or instead of welfare or long-term welfare, here's some money, start your own company, good luck. Yeah, if you want to, yes. That's, I'd, I love, I'd love that's to see that policy. I would absolutely I believe, love to see it. No, if you want to just, just type in, because I can't do it because I got my uh, streaming, sure. my, my recording set up just right, but if you just want to go to Google and real quick and just look up the idea, Italy cooperatives and unemployment, it should give you pretty close the to the idea of the I'll name of the program but um 
Yeah, it's a fascinating idea, but of course it involves that evil government. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, jokes aside, and all that. But it is evil. Uh, no, just kidding. The government in, in my world, government is is a necessary good. That's fair enough. Hey, fair enough, man. You're you're you are a brother man to me. I don't care what they say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did uh, did you want to talk about any particular subject? Yeah, yeah. Like like for example, when when I had the conversation with um. With Zulu, mm-hmm. um, since he's not since mm-hmm. he's not here, to, since he's not here to defend himself, I'm just saying like there's some ideas that he brought up, like like the, those scenarios that he was giving me. Mm-hmm. Um, get the one with the flashlight. I, I didn't do too good on that one, but I do have an answer for that one. Actually, it took me it took me a second to think of it, but so I think, be- think like before the, before you give me so look, the thing with him is he's not trying to. It's not a comparative system. So it's not like it's not like he's saying like sorry, like comparative economics. It's not like he's saying, here is my system, here is your system, let's say let's uh, compare key points and see who is better. His approach is to just attack and ridicule other people's system. But from from his point of view, his system is pretty poor. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of uh, good examples where he could say that his system will work on any scale whatsoever. And he's not really defending it. He's just defending his system on like rhetorical grounds. But if, if, if you were to ask him, define your system or how would companies come work in your uh, ANCAP land and, and would they be protected with property rights and stuff like that, you know, that, that is available in Germany, for example. Uh, he doesn't have anything to say. So when you are going to give me the example that, that he said something that, that upset you, it's not, it's not real in oh. a sense. It's not a real system. He's just attacking, or, or at the very least, he's trying to make you think a bit harder on the foundations of your system. But, but that's the benefit from your point of view. So you can improve how you see your system. But he isn't oh, yeah. defending any system of his own. He's just defending a concept. Okay. Okay, but I, I wasn't I wasn't upset at all. If anything, you know, I was kind of like, um, if anything, upset at myself because I, I should have been better. I mean, I, I've been talking about these things for twenty years, but the the, the flashlight example he gave mm-hmm. um, was a variation of something else I heard like twelve years ago. Yeah, the infrastructure one. So where basically his argument, his, his his scenario was: there's a guy, he's on the side of the road, shining a light on with his flashlight on the road. Mm-hmm. Does he have the right to stop cars and say, "Give me five bucks, or else I'm shining a light, I'm giving you a service"? The thing is, I should have asked him: uh, was that guy working for the government? So if he would have answered, "Oh, does that matter?" I'm like, it kind of does. Yes, please. And he, if the answer is yes, then the guy's obviously breaking the rules of his job. He should be looked into and held accountable. And if he's not working for the government, he's just some random jag off shining a light on the street and he's saying, give me money or else. But the problem is he isn't the guy shining the light is not the one providing the monetary system and the monetary notes to basically keep that road funded through economic activity. He's just some random guy on the side of the road trying to shine a light and say, give me money or else. And even so, right, because the person who could be driving could be just driving. They're not making any money. They're just driving. They're just, con- they're just using the road. Um, so well, sorry, they may not sorry, even I, may, I, be making a monetary gain. <laughs> it's like, I, you're going to have to give me way more context to what you just said because I'm, I'm not... Uh, okay, he, he's not part of the government, sure. 
Uh, I, I don't know if, if he flashes someone in the eyes and they have an accent, is he insured? I don't know really the context of the example, but uh, I, I would imagine it's, it's okay. the infrastructure. And, and, but basically, it's not, it's not necessarily the example per se. He's attacking the concept of a social good or a public good. That there isn't, right, and right. then I would, to some degree, like, you know, Minakis would agree that there is a public good is like, it's not, or it's basically like a, the economic, the economic term is like something that everyone has access to and they don't need to pay for it. So uh, they can all, obviously some, someone does pay for it at a previous stage, but, uh, or a variety of people pay for it at the previous stage, but he was more attacking the concept of a public property or, or public good or social good. So, because he thinks, yeah, because yeah, he thinks, well, at least his framework says that public services or government property isn't a thing because it's just either invalid because that's what his framework says and that's it. Um, yeah, but it's so invalid. Why are you using it? So it's obviously there. You just don't agree with it when it comes well, down to it. But, so it, but yeah, I, th I think in, in his and, and to be fair, my world as well. Uh, there'll be like a private, so let's say a road. Uh, you can have private roads. You can pay like a toll booth for using the road. You can pay like an electronic thing that scans your license plate, or there can be, for example, adv advertisements on the side of the road that could pay for the road. But but there will be a road. People can use the road. If they're paying a toll, let's take the, the worst example. If they're paying a toll booth per section, they're paying for using it. And people who are not using it are not paying for it. And, and probably it's not going to cost billions and billions of dollars to fix the road because the government is highly inefficient when it comes to spending this money. So that's technically the, the case for it. No, no the, the problem with that is if you're going to put up a toll road, you're charging literally everybody who's, who's passing it with a car. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what you're doing. But the idea of the public roads is that you're only, the only people, like the government already funds this stuff at the beginning of the fiscal year. I mean, right, but it's not want, from thin air. That's, it's, it's not money from thin air. But, Someone pays for it. But it, li it literally is money from thin air. Uh, it's disagree. money created by the by the treasury. By, by the by the treasury, the money is literally printed. Notes are printed by. Right, okay, so the government. pause. Pause for it's one a, second. It's, fiat, it's not. Fiat. That's not okay. But it's not. Uh, someone has to pay for it, either in terms of inflation, or in terms of like if they sell uh, government debt, or, or the or the tra or the Fed buys debt from some. Su it's not a free. It's not a free me. Even in no, terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of MMT, you can you could do this, but at some point you need to raise taxes to take suck the money out of the economy, uh, so it goes back to no. Otherwise, you'd have inflation or hyperinflation. Well, so, I was kind of getting to. I was actually getting to like the government, not all programs, but the beginning of the year, the fiscal year, the government automatically funds the funds are already appropriate for these, these programs or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then throughout the year, people they benefit from that government infrastructure, and they're able to make their monetary gains. The notes that are provided by the government, not just the services, the whole shebang works together. So I'm not it's clear. Kinda, on, it's kinda, I'm not clear on what you mean. The notes provided by the government, monetary notes, the money, the actual cash, cash. Yes, money. So the cash. government prints the cash, and people benefit from the cash being around. Yeah, they use it to transact their economic. Um, yeah, what about the cash that was there before? Before what? A, like six months earlier, before they printed it. Well, that was last year. 
Right, but it's not, it's not that the cash went stale and now you need to replace it or like it evaporated. There was ca- there was cash the previous year, let's say. They're printing new money. That they, the previous people could use the existing cash in circulation. No? Yeah, I mean, the government prints more on more money at the time, but as taxes are taken in at the federal federal level, at least, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the monetary notes are just destroyed to minimize the amount of floating free flowing currency in the economy. I mean, that's how fiat currency, at least our fiat currency work or economy works. Okay. Um, what? Sorry. But, so, what is what is the reference to to a road? Well, the road <coughs> is that is something that is already funded by the government and is being provided by the government. And the monetary notes are also provided by the government. So so what he was trying to say is if the government can basically have a road with lights shining and have people pay money out of their paychecks to go to the government, why can't some random dude just walk up out of nowhere and just shine a light and say, hey, this is, yeah, you use my light, you use my service, now all of a sudden now you got to pay me, except the person's going to look at them like, are you working for the government? Oh, the guy's like, no. Oh, you're just some random jagoff trying to trying to pull money your direction that you had no hand in creating at all. Uh, you're just shining a light. So he's just trying to conflate like that sort of situation. Maybe, maybe I'm not explaining it. Maybe I'm suffering from the curse of knowledge. <laughs> but it, it's I, just really, it's just yeah. You may want to have that discussion with him, uh, or, or or like the counter example. Sorry, the the counterpoint. You may want to have it with him, because um, I'm I I I'm not a bit a bit lost to to the whole entire context, but uh, I I don't know with regards to um, I thought you seen it I thought you seen it I thought, I'm sorry I thought you seen it. <laughs> well, I mean I, 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 seen... I, I maybe I saw like the, the the first part of it or something, but um... no, but like for example, right? Let let's move if you want, like those those scenarios, right? That he gives mm-hmm. like the like a mugger coming out of somewhere saying, "Give me your money." Like what? Like the guy's coming out of nowhere, right? As a hypothetical scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy's coming out of nowhere. He's initiating action on you. All of a sudden, say, "Give me money." The guy is not from the government. He's just some random jag off trying to say, "Give me my fucking money, or else." I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck?" No, you know, you know then they just shoot you, and that's it. But what what he's trying to say is, there's no justification for even though the government provides the monetary notes. The financial system that we all do bad, that we all do our business and economic activity on, and the roads and the other services that all tie in together. He said, even though the government provides all that to make it work and happen, and people pay their part of their paychecks back into it to keep us, you know, to keep it going, mm-hmm. he says the government doesn't. It doesn't actually have a right to do that, even though they provide these services. This is like this is like walking into. Um, well, this is my example now. This is like walking into a uh, a restaurant. You go in, you sit down. Hell, you even walk past. You walk past the sign that says, "Hey, we prosecute people who dine and dash." Right, mm-hmm. and then you go in, you sit down, and you order a hoagie. You know, now you're not really starving, but you just want a hoagie. You just want it, right? You don't necessarily need it or want it. It's just, hey, I want a hoagie. Then you eat. You sit down, and you, you basically. Okay, I, I get the example. Go on. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, What's yeah, the yeah, end of it? Yeah, like you, you, you dine and you, dash, you, or you pay oh, for your hoagie? Yeah, so so let's say the guy eats a hoagie, man, that's a good hoagie. Then the, the, the waitress comes up, okay, here's your bill. And the guy's like, wait a minute, I didn't sign a contract to pay for this hoagie. And well, the waitress is like, let's, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll answer this question. I think, I think in the context of the restaurant, obviously, I think Zulu would agree that if you, if you went to a restaurant and you ordered something and they gave it to you and you enjoyed it, you should pay for it. And he, 
he won't disagree with you ah. though. I think I think um neither would I. I think uh the idea is the services that that you're saying. So I I can't speak for him too much. Right, right. Uh, with regards to, there is an element of consent uh with regards to the services you re- you're receiving. Did you uh, consent to receive them is and pay consent? for taxes. So f- that would be a very important point. Ah, his point ah, until you have the consent to both. But what if the guy comes and doesn't? If 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 you went, to, but the the whole setup that you just gave me with going to the store, ordering something, seeing how, that that seems like you are you're consenting to to be there. If like you if like you come out of your house and say I want to use this road, that so, uh, you're using the road. Give me. Twenty percent of all your, or fifty percent of all your money. Then that's like this, this is a bit of a, this is a bit of a longer uh, back and forth, I suppose. Well, it's um, going to be, it's going to, it's probably going to come down to the idea. Well, is it private property? Well, actually, no. It's a restaurant that's ran by the government. Okay. So, but you're still buy, you're still bu- getting buying a hoagie, paying just for that hoagie and walking out. Yeah, but still, to get what you want. I mean, other people work in the restaurant. The prices are set by the house, mm-hmm. and you don't want to you don't you don't want to pay the price, but you but you still want to enjoy the hoagie. Um, yet do you have other people that say work in the back of the restaurant, dry delivery drivers, or mm-hmm. whoever else that may not be have nothing to do, right? Or directly making your hoagie. Now all of a sudden, it's like, you know, all but all of them needed to work to make the whole restaurant work, either directly or indirectly. They got to get paid too. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you come in to basically steal service. Basically, you're stealing the service effectively. So that's what he was trying to like, well, basically saying because because it's public, therefore you're not really stealing anything. Therefore, hmm. I don't I don't think this is a good example from from your point of. I I wouldn't recommend using this example from your point of view, simply because you know a regular restaurant capitalist, uh, you know they have lots of customers. They they make their profits from selling to many customers. They're able to pay the salary of the people in the back and the delivery drivers and all those things. So if you put forward your example, then the the obvious point would be, well, why do we even need the government if we can just have it done in the capitalist system? Um, and I, I think to some degree, like, you, you either need, like, a, a better hypothetical or uh, something like that, but but uh yeah so what what do you think of my reply no no it's 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 definitely an interesting reply it is one of these sort of things like what people accuse me of doing of missing the point missing i'm the point. i'm also not entirely comfortable of of like uh, analyzing someone else's debate and, and giving okay okay we won't i tell you what yeah. i tell you what we 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 won't do that no cuz zulu's not here to defend himself so we won't do that um which i'm sure maybe one of his you know Subscribers will probably respond. No, this is just not there. This, it's, it's fine. Just the, the subscribers are. Yeah, this so. is something I, I am comfortable in saying. Subscribers are all edgy children, so don't worry about it. Edgy teenagers. <laughs> no, no. This, this, these, these are, these are, these are. Uh, you know, like um, maybe, maybe you can give me a scenario on your own, like why you think like public services or or basically me paying back into a provider of services, even though I continuously enjoy and benefit either directly or indirectly to be able to get what I'm able to get in the first place, those monetary notes. I mean, if you want to think the monetary notes is like, like strips of, um, I don't want to say strips of paper. <laughs> That's what they are. Um, but like, maybe like, uh, I don't know, 
don't know, sticks. <laughs> sticks with a sticks with a stamp on it. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, before before. Basically, the original banknotes were like a sort of IOU that said the bank mm-hmm. ho- is holding this gold uh, in your name. And then you have like an IOU saying, when you're at the bank, I no longer hold, I give them this note saying, I no longer own these uh, nuggets of gold or bars of gold. X amount of nuggets be- now belong to you. It's basically the idea. And essentially, like without getting too much into the historical, which I just, gave a tiny amount banks you know uh were able to manage the um cash uh privately there was something in the u.s that hampered it i am not a hundred percent clear on this particular element but uh, alexander hamilton when he built the country he centralized some banks in a way not not like the one central bank but he structured banks in, in a central that was the first bank or the second bank and as a result, it caused a lot of instability in the in the market. In addition to gold, the the minimum amount of gold you needed to have in reserve, uh, the ba- the banks, the government, the government banks, like had always had an issue with it, or even the central bank that came later on. Um, whereas the Scottish way of banking and the Canadian way of banking is more free market based, and that would have been a better example to follow. But what, in what ge- but in general, so that was just like a caveat. But in general, um, banks would t- take care of the money. It would be tied to gold, and uh, it worked. I don't know well for some some I don't know hundred two hundred odd year, years maybe more. Well, the the gold standard, like when when we were, when we were in the United States when we were on it, it, it kind of worked too. But it was also less than stable too because some you know it was prone to basically. Um, people just hoarding a bunch of it and manipulating like the uh the economy that way it was a little subject to that sort of thing if i if i understand it correctly but secondly and that's why we got off of it uh is the fiat system perfect absolutely not does it have problems sure absolutely but any system does mean to one degree or another is that an excuse no but that's just currently the you know the the nature of the beast but secondly what when these people like you and maybe others who say free market do you mean free markets like markets that are just able to do business or do you mean like a market that is totally 100 percent unencumbered by any regulation or government interference whatsoever like an absolutist position or is it just like a general thing um i'll, I'll describe it like this so there is a principal position here where the government does not intervene in the economy uh or all, no regulations, um, no picking favorites, no subsidization, uh, and basically everything is people interacting with other people. So to some degree, like ANCAPs will also uh, make the point that people can interact with other people peacefully, and the government doesn't, and if both parties consent, the government does not need to intervene, and that intervention is negative. Uh, in my case, which is different than ANCAPS, the government plays a role in protecting individual rights. So if someone hurt you, uh, the government will, you know, be an agent in your name and, and either uh, punish the other person or protect you from the other person. If someone stole money from you, which, which in the context of econo- economics, I would assume you may 
connect that to the market, but it, it's still in the case of individual rights. If someone's talking, the government will protect your individual rights here as well. Basically, the areas of government that I would like to, to have are police to reduce violence in, and I mean specifically outright violence in, the, in society. It, roughly, this whole concept is to reduce violence so that the society can flourish more and we can be more peaceful. In addition to police, back to the point, uh, we also have courts so we can um, mitigate or litigate disputes between two, two people so that they don't need to get violent. And we have an army so that we can protect, or the government can protect us from outside threats. Uh, and apart from that, it's everyone is good. Hey, maybe, maybe if we can convince ANCAPs, if the army was a KISS army. What's, um, what's that? The music band. It's got old boomer shit. Never mind. You know, you know the, old, the old rock I know KISS, band. but what, what does that mean, a KISS army? KISS army is basically like the group of fanatical fans of the KISS music group. Like the KISS army. Okay, sure. But never mind. Uh, it, it, the, joke, the, the joke was a stinker. <laughs> it bombed. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like... Sorry, I'm foreign. I mean, it's... Uh, no, it's all right. Um, hey, nobody's perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I know. You're, no one's hey, perfect at all. What can I do? You, you, hey, you, hey, zombie hunter, you, I think you're great. All right. Thank um, you, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like free market like, So you're saying like, it's a bit of a complicated answer, but basically, if it's an absolute free market that has no regulation, no winners or losers picked by a government, it's just the markets just do what they are going to do um, know, let me let their, me help on their own. Let me help that because I can see there's a there is a, a concern <laughs> in your voice. So basically, there will be a regulation, but the, the regulation will be market based, not not government regulation. Or or let's put it this way: in any system that you le- that you leave it alone, it will start to regulate itself a little, and it will start to be concerned about standards. And there'll be third parties that help customers. Let's say, for example, if there's a asymmetry in information between the, the buyer and the seller, there could be third parties that could make that information more equal and you could pay them. So just an example. But in general, like uh, market-based regulations could be uh, fit-for-purpose contractual frameworks, which is like a sort of legal... Uh, position that companies willingly put themselves in saying this product is fit for purpose and if it's not I'm giving you the permission to sue me more easily. Uh, standard bodies, consumer protection and safety groups, certification firms, business, insur- in- business insurance could be a big deal, third party inspectors I mentioned, but also you know recommendation engines, reputation and apart from all those things uh, with regards to government protecting um, individual rights Fraud is an element of theft. If someone like sells you a car and saying this engine is two liter, but it's actually one point two, and you pay for it, that that fraud is a sort of theft that you can take them to court or ask the police to uh, handle. Did that answer some of your questions? Yeah, yeah, because some people um, do take like the term free market to mean any sort of, you know, the devoid of any sort of like regulation from the government whatsoever so i mean some people so sometimes it, free it is to some degree yeah, yeah, yeah oh I mean, you mean in the case of theft 
like or anything like like is, is it you the market is you know uh, you know totally unencumbered and unrestricted to, to do what it does on its own mm-hmm. um so some people like take that absolutist position but others say free market but they mean a market that's as long as it follows rules set place it can it's free to to do its thing which i mean it all depends on how like these words are looked at and interpreted the, the the contextual contextual phrasing that sort of thing and that's what sometimes gets me like that allows some people to play kind of like um fast and loose with what they mean like wait wait, wait what do you mean a free market what do you mean by this and that's why sometimes it takes me a good while like on stream or on uh discussion like this to sit that to sit and actively think about it during the discussion and next thing i'm trying to process in like how they mean where they're going with it um and it's like and that can seem like i just got stunned like this sometimes that's the case but i'm trying to think what does it do saying but it's just it's just trying to um i think it's really get to the heart of the matter because i think sometimes rhetoric and narrative framing can really have the potential to um you know hide the heart of the matter and uh sort of obfuscate what's actually going on but um but, but yeah, okay, that, that that's that's what I was just asking about you. But um, did you have any other comments, anything else, or um, was there another topic you wanted to move to? Well, I I wanted to ask if you understood my example of a free market, or was I obfuscating? No, no, you're sounding like a free like like that's why I was asking those questions to make sure like your version of it was free. Like, but some people are more more maybe the more absolutist about it, and it's sometimes people yeah. take. T- Right, more, more, more. Right, they take the more principled position because they they want to just be as um, ext- not extreme, but like to further to the purest possible position of what that word or that phrase means, and then they go from there. Um, so I, but, I can actually uh, I can actually expand maybe. No, sorry, I won't expand. I'll give like an overview. So in yeah. in general, the in, in this kind of uh, political and economic system, there there will be a separation between state and church, state and the economy, state and science, and state and education. So the government has has no role into our religion, has no role how we interact with other individuals as long as individual rights are observed. The government has no role with the science or telling us what is the right way or what is the wrong way. And it has no role in ideas and how to influence the the children of a country there's none, none of those none of those those just protect uh, individual rights i would i would add though that with the complete uh, difference to ancaps and, and general libertarians my system or the system that I th- i'm pretty sure that the other objectivists follow there will be a restriction on on guns Right. Which I, I can exp- I can expand on in terms of like the implementation of it. Uh, yeah, sure. You can you can have you can have guns. Um, I think the it's something we've I, I was thinking with some other people. Basically, the restriction is that the gun that you buy will have to be registered with the government, and you need to take out insurance on that gun. So basically, it's not regulated, but if the insurance company thinks you are or any insurance that's willing to offer you. If no insurance company is willing to offer you insurance on that gun, you cannot take it. In addition, if you buy something and and a neighbor thinks that you are a threat 
to their safety when you bought that, they can go to court. And in that particular instance, if they have evidence that your weapon needs to be taken away, then under that specific condition, then it will. But in, and lastly, in addition, it is you can't have militias and you can't have gangs. You, so you can own a gun, you can, protect, you can protect yourself, you just need to register it, you need to get insurance. You can have several guns as long as the insurance company is happy with it. And you can't be in a gang or, or be in a militia. Yeah. Um, Sorry, you know, like, a violent gang. Did I bore you? Did I bore you? This is no, just, no, no, this is no, just no, a very I'm important just... issues between me and NCAPs. And no, no, that was, that was my fault. No, you're talking about like how in your society or there might be some necessity to, to restrict people's, you know, right to have a firearm. And that, that can be sensible. You, you can't have a firearm. I'm not saying you can't. No, no, no. I'm saying you can possibly restrict if you need to. Well, I the government won't be restricting the the insurance company that says if you're crazy oh, okay. or if you if you can't get an insurance company to give you a liability insurance, then you can't have the gun. So basically, the government would have the private insurance do the regulating. Yes, and, and I so guess it's as a, long it's as a, like, as, it's important because, because, because the re regulation in terms of the government is just a blanket something right like everyone has to be uh or either you need a license something it's, it's just like it's a very aggressive blanket something here insurance company checks on a case-by-case -case basis which is fine and also the the court example is a case-by-case -case basis which is fine as well uh but yeah so you can have a gun you can have several guns as long as the, the insurance company is happy with you and let's say if you violated something on you or you're mentally unstable it may choose not to but uh, if if for, but on the other hand, like if you need lots and lots of dynamite, and the government says you just can't have it, but you're you're a legitimate mining company and you need lots and lots of dynamite, then that in this case you can make the claim to the insurance company says, look, we need it for business, so please give us insurance. They said, okay, this seems okay, and you can buy lots of dynamite for a particular reason. It's the, it's the Acme is the Acme company, man, for real. So basically, what you're saying is, I was just trying to say earlier, like it kind of brings a whole new phrase to me. As long as it isn't government. <laughs> um, Again, look. You know, but, over overall, the idea is to, from the government point of view, is to reduce violences in society, to have a peaceful society, to have people focusing on being productive and not on being worried for their lives. Um, and yeah, just basically if the government, if the government protects the people or allows them to be free, the people will be free to be productive and that's, that's great. So it's kind of like in terms of stuff like economic growth, this is like the best model ever. Uh, as far as that, I need, I need some. I need to look into that before I can give no an affirmative or a negatory on that because a lot of people say, oh, my system's the best, my system's the best. It may be. But I mean, the thing is, if a system is like, for example, is it just the best on um, just straight maximizing profits or economic activity, but then all of a sudden it kind of leaves um, you know, people to fend for themselves. Like People are serving markets instead of the other way around. Uh, you know, it's, but then again, you can begin the whole discussion. Well, people are markets and markets are people. And like, ah, uh, it's, 
it seems to be a bit of uh, confusion, at least, at least confusion on that. Well, so, so well, like, actually, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. good point that you bring this up because uh, here's there's the concept of property rights to, to some degree. Like the people, you brought this up in our last conversation. You said, "What if people can't do this? Kind of should they be excluded?" And and you know, we can talk about that now. So you're saying basically, what if people? you know, go hungry and, and can't they just walk up to your house and or your field and take something and walk away with it? Right? Well, I mean, I'm not suggesting that. Sorry, uh, sorry, the new... I was using like an extreme example of like someone, let's say you have a, a society that's already there. Mm-hmm. And the society says all the land on this large, large island is commonly owned. And here you come or here anyone else comes. says, you know, I'm staking a claim right here. I'm going to do a little bit of work on this little one acre plot of land and a is mine because i say so because i worked on it because that's that's what the theory says that's what the uh that's the moral thing do if, if i work on this piece of land it's mine and everyone has to stay away from it and stay off my borders because that's what i want and they have to respect that because of my theory and if they don't two eyes for an eye and and, and this that and the other it's just this whole sort of moralistic justification for you still getting what you want, the respect of other people to do what you want to stay off your fucking lawn that you consider yours. Okay, okay. It is an extreme example. You're getting, you're getting a bit example. a bit hot under the collar. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. no I'm, I'm cool, baby. Let's, cool, let's, baby. Uh, let's, let's, okay, let's do this, right? Let's. So not, not in an example where there's an island and they already have a set of property rights. Let's say uh, we're on 10 people are on an island and... Mm-hmm. They want to agree to some kind of uh, implementation of property rights, let's say, on how to work, divide the island or, or community share the island. So, firstly, let's take let's take out one scenario. Let's say none of them agree to what property rights should be. What what would happen as a result of there being no property rights? No, I mean, I'll sure I'm sure they'll establish some sort of like no, no, just just for other. argument's sake, yeah. Well, if they did, I'm not sure how that would look, honestly. So there's there's no property rights, no one enforcing any property rights. How would that? Uh... Well, I mean, people still. I'm out. Assume people still still have personal property rights. What's on that person? No, no. There's not. Um, there's nothing. Well, there's no agreement on anything. Well, I don't know how that would look. I really don't. Well, what did we have before property rights? Just everything's common ownership. Common. Well, not common ownership. But common. Common. The commons. Was... No, we we had people killing each other. We had a lot of violence, and basically, at some point, we still have violence now. <laughs> we we still have even... violence now. We had more back then. Uh, but basically, let's say, okay, let's take an example. Yeah, let's say I, as one of the ten people, this is a bit of a bad example, but I, as one of the ten people on the island, just walk around. I walk, 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 looking for stuff, and then I see like a <coughs> a planted field. Uh, like a sorry, like a road, a road uh, field of, I don't know, tomatoes, and there's a sign saying, "Belongs to person number five on the island, and don't take this." And I, I really do want to take it. I'm kind of hungry, and I lean over, I cross the pathetic fence, and I pick up a, a bit tomato, and I'm about to eat it. Then I hear this sound. <laughs> Then I realize there's an arrow sticking out of my torso, and I fall to the ground and I die. Get the end. See, I think you should, are you trying to start just real quick? Are you trying to start from like the uh, the blank slate theory or something like that? 
Well, I, I just I just want to like uh, explain like the benefits of property rights. So I, I and by doing that, I'm saying, oh, what if thing. we don't have property rights? What's what's the benefit of them to begin with? Well, well, thing is, I myself have no problem with saying property rights are a thing. You know, it's it's when people want to try to take the absolute like the furthest position to say, this is my fucking land, and I, right, I right. No, I, I I understand. I'm just no, trying no, to establish no, no. what's the benefit. Well, I mean, it's just cordoning off, you know, a uh, piece of land so you, know, so you can just, I don't know, have to enjoy it and can do I whatever you want with it. I swear. Can I yeah. ask, why is it always land when I discuss this with socialists? It's like land, even now, land is, is essentially, me. it's not, if you want to get rich, it's not super useful. It's like if, if poor people uh, need some sort of property rights to land so they can work it and slowly like climb, climb some sort of ladder then land is great. But if you want to make money, like you go to the city, you work in finance, you own no land, and you make a ton of money. Well, the reason I use land is because it's easy, easy to visualize. It's, it's not as abstract as saying, like, you know... But it's not, like, the best property. way to make money. It's, like, a pretty poor way of making money. Well, I mean, it may be, it may be a good way or a bad way to make money. It's just, like, the, I don't have enough... I don't, I'm saying, me, personally... Of course, me, but we always bring it down to the level of the individual again. What is your opinion? What is your stance? And then people try to argue off of that, like they're going after the, uh, not going after, but they're like, you know, uh, trying to like, you know, uh, have a discussion with the interlocutor of the discussion and then try to like, you know, go from there. So the um, hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm just saying like, I'm just saying personally, I'm the problem property rights. I'm just saying. Society, it really is like a give and take. It really is. You want us to respect, recognize yours, then we like the little bit of reciprocation in return. Fine, but if someone's gonna be a hard ass, hard nosed, you know, you know, person about it, then you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna take a hard line stance because if they're gonna do it, then I'm gonna do it. Because if they want to act like they're being totally aggrieved just by paying taxes on income, you know, <laughs> of something that's provided by the fucking government, allows well, okay, them to let's, do it let's... in the first place, and they choose to do, it, and it's really good. That's, that's not a violation of property rights. It really isn't. It's not, <laughs> You've been traumatized I mean, by I, I, Zulu, haven't you? <clears throat> he's gotten in your head, man. He's living rent free. You have to evict him. Yo. No, actually, he's not. He's not. He's 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 not the. Here's the thing. He's not the first person to like talk like those kind of ideas to me. It's been a really long while since I came across somebody like as adamant as him, and I give it to him. He is creative and adept, and you know, he comes up with them. You know, so, you know, um, scenarios and such. I give that to him, and he seems to be well committed to his ideas. And even if he's doing it just for, you know, humiliation purposes, like fucking um, the other guy, Big Papa Fascist, or whoever that I seen. Oh, I'm on his. I'm on Brittany, yeah, yeah, Brittany, um, two and um, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like that's his thing. That's his thing, and, that, and that's understandable. I get it. You, you want to make an interesting fucking discussion. Um, these are like. But then again, if they're going to take hardline positions and skirt past, obviously what I'm talking about, you know, I'm feeling I'm going I'm to do the same thing, too. You know, if uh, see, you, you seem to understand, like, at least where I'm coming from, you may not agree with it. Fine. I understand. No one's going to agree. You know, 100 percent. We we know each other. It's very unlikely. Um, well, I just like to talk least, about ideas. At least, at least, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's what we're doing. And that's fine. But I think Zulu was just, I think. Oh, what, what? oh God! I don't want to talk about people when they're out here. Um, I just want to do it. But I say other people. I say other people when they try to 
Um, when those other people try to like constantly get me with them gotchas, these hardcore harmline stance like you're evil because you want to do a social safety net program. I'm like, if the rest of society has no problem with it, and this is a program and an idea that, that that reduces misery, increases overall liberty and economic mobility and freedom, mm-hmm. and society's like, and by and large says, okay, this is okay. I think we should, we should do this by and large. Then I'm like, we're all as a society are consenting, but the problem is people that are on the ultra far and camp right want to build a worldview where public property, public consent just isn't a thing because it uh, conflicts or it um, goes against like that, 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 their, their most basic framework as just not being the thing. It's just being uh, invalid or illegitimate. And because of that, that, that's not really something to argue from it. It was, is a real convenient rhetorical sort of, way of going about it and i, and I see that as a, just a really cheesy comment you're, you're there they want to accuse me of this and missing the point i can say likewise and it's, it's like society's not perfect i'm not a yeah I'm not a uh, utopian uh i don't you know think sometimes the force needs to be applied against someone who's unconsenting because that person you know they fucked up and they they ended up hurting somebody in some way physically mentally um well physically primarily or monetarily, and next thing you know, that person's like, I don't care what I did, I don't even talk, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, I don't consent to this, I don't consent, and that person has to be literally dragged off to to be held accountable for their actions. Re-education, Sometimes, yeah, yeah so, so it's like there, there's, <laughs> there, there, people want to like live in society, take advantage of the benefits of society, but they sure as hell, when it comes like, can you kick a little bit in, because we kicked in a little bit for you, you know, and no one made you come here. No one made you stay here. You're here because you want to be here. Because you, you know, do that, and then they go, "Fuck you." That's communism. That's statism. Fuck you. And you know, and it's like to me that seems really short-sighted. I'll say that. Okay. Um. <laughs> but Bert, 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 so I'll say this. So to some degree, what you're describing is that the rules in society that brought us here are pragmatic like they work for most people i'm I'm assuming that's what you were saying and here someone coming in from what you would call the extreme and is questioning how you arrived at those conclusions now to some degree you you need to give a good answer because you can't just say well we put everything in a pot and this is what came out because you know how do you know in a different combination of things it wouldn't be better or or what is or you're affecting people's lives in, in a relatively significant way. So what else what are the reasoning behind that? And it, it's fine to ask at least what are the reasoning for those things. Oh yeah. But again, bear bear, bear in mind that um n- from from the other side of the po- your interlocker, there was no examples of how their system is working. The, the, none at all. There, well, there was no, to... there was nothing to say that. So, for example, you're saying that our system works. It may not even if you're saying our system works, but it may not be perfect. And here, here, and there, but for the majority, it works. They don't have anything to show their system working. So, you could press on that next time and ask to give examples. But there are like so. For example, I've researched this a bit. You have like some kind of um, anarcho communist. Um, <laughs> like, like squatting area in in Denmark that that, be, that was a big big deal, I believe it's Denmark, and uh, you have technically Somalia, to some degree, but it, not not because it's an ANCAP, uh, it's not even ANCAP, 
not because well not because it's uh anarchy per se because the government they'll fail and technically the non-government or semi-government situation they have at the moment was better than than the previous socialist dictatorship that they had prior they had for like 30 years prior to that government or non-government hey so i will say this so yeah, th- there is no economic system to compare to and say this is working. There is no economic system to even in in like small areas of land to compare to and say this is working. As far as I know, um, so well, them attacking other system is you have to give us something to work with here. Well, thing is, if they want to criticize and ask questions about it all day long, sure, and I can give the reasons that I give, and I don't think any of the reasons that I will ever give, no matter what. Even if I lived, if I lived to be a million and thought about this shit twenty four hours a day, would ever be good enough for them? They want a system that's theirs, and if they don't get the system that's theirs because of their uh, pre-prescribed morality or their version of it, then they're they're just going to be just complete malcontents about it. Which I have no problem with. If, if they want to be malcontent and they want to be just just absolutely just you know the position where they're at, fine. Yeah, I'm glad we have people like that in society. Society, honestly, you know, people like. You know him and yourself and others who who are constantly showing us that people can have these discussions in a relatively free society like we like we are. Maybe it's not free as free as what they want it, but we're definitely free to have these discussions and not get thrown in fucking jail. Um, mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, is that? I mean, is, I mean, I think that's definitely a positive or a plus. Is it perfect? No, and it was all about working towards that more. Um, well, I say more perfect union is that's a corny phrase, but it's the best. I mean, for lack of a better phrase, I think that's what I'm getting towards. Um, so, do, yeah, do you need yeah. do you need the other side to agree with your position, or are you happy just to say we can't agree, but that's okay? If if it comes to that, then fair enough. So, to, to some degree, I would say just in these debates that there are cases where the other side is is immovable on their position. And I would say in which case then you, you can continue talking to the audience and persuading. And I, for example, will continue pushing my ideas because I think they are good ideas and I think it's beneficial for society. Uh, and if, if you're getting in a situation with your interlocker, I would suggest something similar. Now, with, I can also suggest a compromise, which is uh, with ANCAPs, which is uh, there are countries, I believe, in Latin America or some islands in that area, I'm not exactly sure, but I believe it's Latin America, where they're saying someone can buy like an area of land in, our, in that country and say that area of land, and, and say that the government agrees to not intervene in that area of land. So it's, it's designed specifically for uh. people to come in and, and start building it with the notion that the government will just agree Sorry, oh, I, I think, I think uh-huh. there is a requirement where they say you have to show a constitution like half a year in or a year in into what you want, but they're not going to intervene in what you do there, per se. Okay. Uh, well, I have a better idea. My, well, I'm sorry. I'm not a, a possible different idea. Uh, it might be like there's, an, there's a large, large island. It's not far off from the sea or anything like that. It's not in the middle of nowhere. Or maybe just a large piece of inland. It could be recognized by the government. They don't have the people don't have to buy it. Like it's just available for for the taking, right? Mm-hmm. And people come and they say just simply they, they don't got to buy it. They just simply stake their claim, and that piece of the land is theirs. And 
they can do it that way to where they don't have to buy it. Um, it's where they have to claim it because because buying buying it buying land indicates that you're buying it from somebody. So that a person who originally owned it before, if they were a state, and if an anarcho capitalist says they don't want to, you know, they don't say that the state or government or public anything is a thing, then them kind of buying land from that government is kind of legitimizing them, even though. That, on principle, they'd say it's not a thing. So I figure if they start off like that, because it'd be a really interesting experiment. Like they tried doing this a few years back with, um, have you heard about the article named, uh, cleverly named Atlas Mugged? I can't say that I have, no. Well, basically, uh, I forget where it happened, but I think it was somewhere in South America. I think it was. Uh, where, well, these libertarian types, they tried to buy some land to start their own libertarian topia thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it would let's just say the shit went sideways and the people got snookered and the next thing those the same libertarians went to court to 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 to, to fight it and i thought and of course a lot of um people all over not just on the far left had a you know had a kind of a chuckle at it um i was like oh my god these guys wanted the government to think that they hate but i don't know just that might be an unfair way of looking at it um but i mean yeah it'd be real interesting idea to see if something like that could really grow and spread because if like, let's let's say if i'm wrong i'm wrong i'm willing to accept that i'm not trying to be a hard-ass socialist lefty just to just to be a fucking lefty and like, hey, if i'm wrong i'm wrong because i try to try to um base my uh ideas and opinions of real world empirical living examples of what we could be doing what we could mm-hmm. be looking into and if i'm wrong i'm wrong i mean maybe maybe it's end cap is the way you know and you know, but the thing is, I'm not going to be terribly convinced by a bunch of maybes and what ifs and straight up theory if there are a few of any examples, real, real examples. Because you know, any anarcho capitalist, they'll, they'll be like, "Well, that wasn't, that wasn't, um, that wasn't true anarcho capitalism. That wasn't true capitalism." You know, well, that could be because for be free, yeah, like, you're right. So I mean, I mean, somebody will always say that. It's like people on the left. Oh, that wasn't true communism. That wasn't true yeah. socialism. I feel that the left. No choose. <laughs> no choose. No. Oh, it's, oh, when lefties use it, they're being jackasses. But people on the capitalist right, when they're saying, "Oh, they're being," you really mean it, and they're smart. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be an interesting thing to look at. I mean, I think if they people want to do that, they should be free to do it. But I think as far as the society goes, as far as like, at least the United States and maybe the many of the European countries, um, people are relatively pretty free. But some people would consider even one percent uh, infringement on what they perceive to be their rights and liberties to be like one hundred percent oppression. And to me, that is definitely um, uh, an absolutist position. And like, and I, and I have to ask the question: Is like, if you feel that fucking bad, I mean, not trying to be an asshole, but you feel that bad i mean there are many places in the world where you can go and start your own commune and they're like no 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 why do i gotta move why do i gotta move like well well, no one's forcing you to stay here you you want society to bend around you totally give us what you want straight up and your buddies and you're telling everyone else you might want different to fuck off which kind of keeps going back to the thing that that i do and it's like if all comes down to choice and consent why are you choosing to fucking stay here and then then they'll ask again, like, like it's a fucking, it's a fucking loop, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, to some to some degree, like there is so, okay. So the reason why I looked into An- ANCAP stuff is because it was it, it had some interesting theories, and I liked to learn new things, and it had some 
interesting approaches. I, I, I have reviewed it to some degree, and it's not something I would necessarily like to pursue. Uh, but with regards to your uh, specific point, so they, they are saying that the rights are, are violated while being in the country. So you're saying, why can't you leave? And there is an entire like list of, of reasons, which I would perhaps maybe agree with some of them, uh, why it's still, even though I'm staying, or, or I don't have too many other options, or I don't have many other places to, to go to, and even, for example, I'll give a ANCAP slash libertarian example. If, if you try to, to seasted, which is to go to have like a floating area of something, and you say, this is where I'm living. I'm not paying any taxes. I'm not doing anything. Like, and then you go a bit, a bit offshore. Even then, like the government will come and raid. Uh, I'm saying a real example. The government will come and raid you and uh, ask to, to, you know, your finance and everything. <clears throat> so with regards to taxes, it's uh, surprisingly um, savage in, in hunting you down. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to speak to like guns and stuff like that, or 3D printing of guns, which I know is some, well, um, perhaps it's general exaggerating, but guns in the ANCAP world is, is and libertarian world is a, a very important issue. Um, and there have been like places where the government came in and said and like was extremely aggressive. I think I think uh, you may have heard some examples. Extremely aggressive, killed everyone, and, and it was extremely unfair. And and obviously, if you hang around libertarian or ANCAP forums enough, you'll see like abuses from police and stuff like that, uh, or that violate yeah. like constitutional rights. So and I, I understand that, and even even to some degree, like it's a critique on my own system. Like, how would I? root out police corruption, how would I make sure the police um, enforce, enforce laws? And, and, and there, are, there are some people now that can give like a, some good things that can fix the American police currently. And, and they would be from the libertarian side. So it's, it's good to, to hear these opinions, uh, these critiques, because it can just improve yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, from from like from a point of view of discussing ideas, I think it's fine. Oh, absolutely! I mean, this is the beauty of it. I mean, I'm I'm grateful, really. Um, even if you know I go on to another stream with another hardcore anarcho-capitalist, and I get totally just steamrolled. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, well, I wasn't obviously wasn't prepared, <laughs> and that's a personal responsibility issue. <laughs> um, but yeah, to have these have these discussions because a lot of these guys are really super duper deep into the wormhole, like the, the black hole of philosophy and shit. And it's like, yeah, it's like good luck trying to pull yourself out of that unless you got some fucking breakaway maneuver. Um, you know, it, it's it like I think of all these discussions as like uh, puzzles to figure out because that's what my mind tries to do: is figure out these little puzzles and see what solutions are possible. Um, but like I tell them, like anyone who's like got this idealistic system or somewhat idealistic, like I'm not perfect. I admit it. I got flaws, and I'm guilty of making you know mistakes and all that, and you know, guilty of supporting an imperfect system that seems to be overall working pretty well, even though we have the problems of police brutality, which people on the left, like myself, are trying to address to maybe you know reorganize police policing into community policing that seems to be working pretty well to demilitarize the police to where yeah. it's less I can read out you know jack I can read out Sorry? their 
the things that they want to fix, or maybe you can tell me because it's American and I'm not entirely uh, uh, sure, but I think their argument would be... Uh, Fuck the police and you know, on the ground. So end, end the war on drugs. Yes. Um, remove mandatory minimum sentencing. Pardon existing prisoners for light drug offenses. Yes. Consider enforcing... Wait, what am I reading? Hold on, hold on. I'm not sure if I'm reading the right. You're reading. Now. You're reading the Communist Manifesto. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Increase. Sorry, I'm different topic. Increase police accountability. That's the overall theme. Remove qualified yes. immunity. Break up police unions. End no knock warrants. End civil forfeiture. And I suppose the yep. drug is also a big element of that. Yeah. Well, at least, at least release people who have been arrested for minor possession, nonviolent, at mm-hmm. least. Um, even well, some on, violence, on principle, it, on principle, it's a victimless crime. Technically, it is, um, but at the same time, drug awareness, I think, is a pro, is, <coughs> is, a, is, is a big thing that needs to be addressed. And people, like I, you know, even though dare, dare, drug awareness, resistance, education, like back in the nineties, that was kind of corny, but it really did help a lot of kids um, in school, you know, understand what drugs were about and that they're kind of dangerous as far as like you don't just willy-nilly do them because the other is doing it and it really probably you know at least helped me not to potentially fall into that trap but you know it's like especially when you hear stories of the uh, tossed salad man in prison uh huh. that that'll get, is that that'll, that'll, that'll joke? get no i think that's a chris tucker joke I think chris only, tucker. Only, okay sorry my, i'm not my, chris my. i'm not chris tucker fucking uh, chris rock chris rock chris, chris rock. rock okay yeah yeah, he, he the toss salad man. It's just like a Chris Rock toss salad man. On no, YouTube. I think I've heard that from somewhere. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's a really old. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all the classics, baby. I got all the classics. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, from the, from the twenties too. Um, but yeah, as they talk about that, it's like yeah, it's always scared kids straight, and a lot of kids do get scared straight into doing things in their personal lives. At least let, let them know what they're probably going to get into. So. You know, like a strong awareness program, like a rehab, of course. Um, you know, that's those, those 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 sorts of programs which help to, you know, get people um, back to more balanced and you know productive lives. I believe, firmly believe, based on what I've seen, that most people want to be productive in some way. Most people don't just want to sit home and, you know, just do nothing all day long and just you know have a more morphine drip and get government cheese and do jack shit. People want to be productive. Like even, even super rich people, right. Who can just sit on their asses all day. They, they want to do something because they want to live life. They want to do something. They want to contribute something meaningful mm. to society, to humanity. So I think like when people like on the ad camp, right. Have this, 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 this really grim sort of view on, Oh, well, if you're just giving free money, they're not going to work. When in fact, Basic income through the many test pilots have been shown to actually increase productivity, increase educational outcomes, improve health outcomes, and all kinds of positive externalities and effects that seem seem to work pretty well. I mean, so it's things that go kind of counterintuitive to what is usually said by a lot of those on the economic right, more or less, even some centrists too. Um, it's just that uh, that I like to challenge those kind of common sort of notions as well. Um, to see how can we make the freest possible max, you know, liberty maximizing society that is realistically able to work 
as best as possible. Will it ever be perfect? But no, but hopefully we can, you know, I'm more of the liberty left or democratic socialist liberty left, as strange as that might sound. Um, that's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that because as soon as you say that, people's heads explode, <laughs> you know, of, you know, so about understandably. I, I would say like, I'm not entirely sure that I've, I've seen, I've seen basic incomes to, uh, in terms of productivity and stuff like that. I don't know specifically to which you mean. I mean, to some degree, we've seen like an experiment with basic income during the lockdowns. Um, and, well, and, and we had look- examples where people didn't go back to work. I mean, look, so let me take a step back. I too think that people want to work, that people want to be productive. I think it's a very meaningful um and purposeful experience for them. It's also like a social circle to a lot of people as well. So I don't think that people want to stay at home in if they can avoid it. I do think though that some welfare system kind of trap you in some sort of situation where it's more beneficial to stay on in the system than it is to find a job and leave the system. Uh, so it's and it's something that you can read about. It's just called basically welfare traps and, and a variety of different things. Right. So for example, if just an example, if there was a job right now, there's like 10.9 million jobs in the US. If you are receiving some sort of welfare, some sort of benefit in your local area, uh, but there is a really good job that's out of state in, a, in another, another part of America. And it's a good opportunity for you. It's, uh, you know, can help your literally help your career advance. But if you leave your state, there's no guarantee that when you arrive to the other state, you receive the benefits that you're receiving in your state. So you think maybe I should just stay here because I'm already registered and it's a, it took me a year to get on these, on these benefits. I don't want to lose that. So that's, that's, for example, something that I would be against. Um, but again, I have like a different system of, of helping people than it is through the government in, in general. I, I would say also, I would say, but I, I, can, I can, for the sake of this argument, give you a compromise, a, a theoretical scenario, and tell me if you would agree to it or not, okay? Hmm. So I would, I would agree, and I think this could be the last thing we, we can discuss. I, I would agree, for the sake of, of this hypothetical, that I would agree to a UBI, yeah? $1,000 a month, okay? Man, woman, and child from a particular age, no means testing, okay? But you have to, sh- you have to cut 90% of the government to do that. All, all the stuff that government, that 90% of the government did is now in the, in the free market. People want any service that they receive from the government, they can take that, they can either work or they can take the $1,000 a month and buy something with healthcare, uh, food, all that kind, of, or education. All that stuff is is now in the in the free market in order to pay for the UBI. Would you agree? A thousand a thousand dollars a month, no means tested. Well, there's there's a little bit of a snag with that. I've well, I've found out. And I can give you some some information on this here. Whenever we're done with the stream that what we're doing now, letting poverty exist the way it does, is ending up costing our economy much more than the net transfer cost of a basic income. The net transfer cost is estimated to be around $700, $800 billion a year. 
uh, poverty exists in the way it does, costs our economy at least two point four trillion dollars a year. So I figure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. That's the stretch. okay. Well, it, not many, not many people do, and it's really is. It's sad that not a lot of people just aren't aware of it. But I'll give you, I'll give you the info. Okay. Uh, when we're not talking about like in the end if you just still, still disagree so basically the way i look at it we're doing the more expensive less effective thing right now even on top of current social programs well, either, either way and, i'm giving you a thousand dollars a month if yes, someone is, is, is if someone is poor they are getting a basic income a ubi of a thousand dollars a month the only way i would be okay with that is like we still kept you know medic medicaid medicare uh social security you're getting maybe 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 fifteen hundred bucks a month, and then that I would probably do because because you don't want to leave people worse off overall because you don't want to shift like this group of people now worse off. So you shift that to another group of people like on mass and like it just to me it seems to be kind of reshuffling. What it's kind of unnecessary. Like well, I mean, if I really showed you like we really are doing the more expensive thing right now, letting poverty exist the way it is, even with current programs existing the way it is, and with the welfare trap programs, which I agree, welfare traps are, are shady. They're bureaucratic, and quite frankly, they're they are counterproductive to what they're what they're supposed to what the what their supposed aim is. I I mean I understand that, but if I can show you that, at least we can do a UBI, and they would end up saving us money. And, like, and it's a bit of a bit of a thing to kind of convoluted, but it's kind okay, of okay. Like, let me let me add something. Let me let me add something to the pot. But here, you're not okay? you're not you're not you're not you're not you're not far off. I'll say that. Let me add something to the pot. Yeah, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's say that if something goes into the free market, yeah, it, the price of it will go down over time. Or, or in another way, to say it in economics, markets are deflationary. So if, you, uh, if, if a company becomes more productive over time, it's able to produce more products. More pro- producing more products means they will cost less, and people will have more access to those things. Similar with technology. If you add technology to some kind of process, you can produce less or you can reach, you can scale up more, you can reach more people for less money. Let's take an example of Blockbuster and Netflix in terms of the technology effect. And people, once it's in the free market, it will cost less money. It does really endless amount of research and graphs and, you know, to, to, to prove this. But for argument's sake, let's assume that markets are deflationary. And... People get UBI, they get a thousand dollars a month, and once stuff is in the in the, is in the private sector, you know, healthcare goes down. I can give you examples right now. There's like a place where you can buy pills for cheap that Mark Cuban released recently, which is really good. Uh, all these things, like the prices start coming down, and you still have a thousand dollars a month per person, like clean. So let's, for argument's sake, imagine. But if someone needed a thousand two hundred, a thousand five hundred, let's say if they wait a bit, cost of living will, will go down, hopefully, for them, depending if they're living in the city or outside the city, and they have or, or they can take the thousand dollars and move to the middle of nowhere where the cost of living is dirt cheap. And you know, still, you know, do a bit of work on the side, but you know, live a comfortable life. Not not, you know, they can afford certainly everything they need from the CPI basket. And food and everything. Would you agree to my to my offer? I I think you're you're coming towards my my way here. You're leaning well, I mean, towards not, my option here. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not to- a total hard ass. I think, like as far as like markets being deflationary, I don't know that. I mean, I don't know about 
how that would work. So that, I'll just assume that it is. Um, but as far as the other ideas, I mean, it definitely is like me. Me, I try to look at like what we're doing now versus what we could be doing, and I'm not trying to spend a kajillion dollars just to do it. I'm trying to figure out a way to where these ideas get, if they get implemented, they're actually implemented in a fiscally sensible, reasonable way. Um, but like far with like healthcare and like uh, UB poverty existing, you know, like those things switch over to a better system. Like, you know, we can definitely do that and save money compared to what we're doing now if we wanted to. Um, and we can try to implement some of the other ideas. Cause like, like, let's say like we had a plain society, right? Like it's, it's just going to start out. Then we simply just, do like other countries provided the healthcare system and UBI and social security, um, mm-hmm. higher education and left the markets to be, you know, as minimally regulated as possible. I think that could be a system. A lot of people in the libertarian right could really be, be, um, more supportive. Cause I understand like people hate regulation. People, people hate being told what to do, but it's just for me, it, it really is like this. Is that this is not going to be a good answer? Probably not. It's just lesser of two shitty situations. And for me, overall, historically, this kind of systems of um, we have here in the developed world tend to work overall pretty decently. And like you know, some of your ideas, like because you you you, uh, you rattle off quite a few, and um, they're, they're definitely like things to consider, and they are interesting, but um. But yeah, I think there can be some some progress to be made overall, unless somebody is an absolute hardline like <laughs> anarcho-capitarian, like for. Well, I'm compromising. Uh, which, with which, you. Which, which, okay. I know, I know. You're 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 not done. You're trying to. Um, can I get a and, soft? You know, can I get a, a a yes between a yes and a maybe, or a full yes to my to my hypothetical here, from from your opinion? So what, so so what so 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 what are the what are the main things? So the government has to be cut down by 90% just to pay for the UBI. But as a result, and everything goes to the free market, but as a result, um, man, woman, and child, no means test, child from a particular age, no means tested, $1,000 a month. So 329 million people, 329 million people get $1,000 a month. and to pay for it, you just cut down the government. Like you don't change any taxes, like, same same as before. Okay, so you just cut down the government spending, like on social programs. You mean? Um, well, a lot of stuff, but it's not that these these functions will stop existing. They'll just be in in the market, and you can use that money from the UBI to pay for them. I'm arguing also that once it's in the market, the price will go down because the market is the way it is. As far as prices go down, that's maybe, you can you can I'll, I'll let you research that because it's you know it's a fairly it's a fairly easy to research point. But for, for argument's sake, and let's say if they have any more, uh, if they have really really bad needs, then you know charities, nonprofits, social entrepreneurs, volunteers, food banks, all that kind of stuff. If beyond, if they need help beyond the thousand dollars, but apart from that, like but but let's look at it from another point of view. Even with taxes and stuff exist, the leaving taxes the way they are, because there's a lot less regulations, businesses can do more, they can be more productive, they can, you can produce more stuff, more stuff means the prices go down, more jobs. And uh, the econ- so for argument's sake, apart from prices going down, the economy will, be, will grow, because just, just from less regulations, just from that. 
I mean, could it grow? I mean, I really don't know. But let's say your things work out the way you do. I, I would only agree to like or be open to. Your What's your condition? If we if we did do provided social security and healthcare. This is thing. more than social yes. security. And thing, this is more, literally a lot more money than social security. Well, the thing is, if you cut off social security to, to elderly, particularly. Yeah, no, but this, this is literally checkbook. more money than social security would have given them. Well, for a lot of people, no. A lot of people get paid two, three thousand dollars a month, and they work you know their entire lives for that shit. And it's like two, three thousand is 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 like if you had. I'm not exactly sure. My wife did this to explain, but it's like a okay, million. You have a million, a million in your pension or something. In your sorry, in your social security equivalent. It's really for the high end. I tell you what. I tell you what. I would do your system if you threw in universal health care. Then yes, I would do. No, your stuff. the the health care. Needs to be cheap. You, you more okay. Let's let's do this right. The healthcare is cheap, and I'll throw in <clears throat> a charity for if people can't afford the very very cheap healthcare, this charity will help them out. Healthcare. I'm so sorry, the lower um, end, the lower yeah. end of people, if like they're hit with like a really high uh, bill, or although just they have zero money and they need like fifty dollars. To pay for some pills, this charity will cover it. I guess healthcare, I'm sorry, but healthcare is something, in my opinion, shouldn't be left up to, to charity. Um, it's literally an investment in people, an investment in our workforce, an investment in our labor. But and I'm, our just saying, I'm just saying, pe- people, um, just give I mean, me a second. If, people if, will if, have if, access if, to if, the healthcare. If, They'll have access to it. It would be very, very, it's like, f- look. Let's say you have healthcare now, and I'm sure, so maybe it's something that you guys have in America that healthcare is super expensive, but let's say it's really cheap and it, it's not like a pain anymore. And, and, you know, before the AMA got uh, involved in healthcare, healthcare was very cheap. You would pay, if, if you were part of like a, well, a lodge, like a, like a lodge doctor or like you were part of a lodge, you would pay as an employee, you would pay the equivalent of one or two days salary to have you and your family be be registered with the lodge doctor it used to be very cheap so i'm i'm bringing that okay, back let's say let's say if it happens your way yep. where it really does the price then yes i'd be open to something like that yeah definitely um but like i said if it does if it goes you know, go away that you say it's, but you're it's concerned about the healthcare to. yeah that i have to prove well, that, that the healthcare i think that i think healthcare is pretty important okay so i have uh, to prove in my especially end. Well, I have to prove in mind that, that it will work, yeah? Well, I'm just saying, if yours, you don't have to. It's just, if it does work out like that way, yes, I think that system would be something that I don't think we can, we can do. We can definitely um, okay, so, come, so come, let's, come, let's come, summarize, come, come, come the other on. Let's summarize. $1,000 a month UBI, 90% is government, and I, have to give some, and I have to give some guarantees for in the case of healthcare. You know, that's a problem. You gotta give guarantees, and government's usually pretty decent about that. Well, but, yes, not necessarily. Yes, but, but, they can't guarantee yeah, but, everything. Let's, let's 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 just settle on your system, and fair enough. How's that cool. go? <laughs> you like so you're warming yeah. up to the idea. I'll I'll take that. I mean, I'll I'll take it. Okay, okay. Hey, we made some progress here on the new socialist there show. You know, <laughs> getting it done, one way or another. But um, if you if you want if you want to plug your projects again before we wrap up, like your your Substack and all that, um, that will be it. And I, again, 
Zombie Hunter, I appreciate you coming back on again. And sorry about the goof of last time. And it was really good talking to you. It was good talking to you. I, I don't have anything else to plug, but I enjoyed my I enjoyed our conversation. Me too, man. I appreciate it. And I will see you around. If you just want to hang on the Discord call, I'll just stop recording and just...